Welcome to Holy Savior Sermons, bringing you the weekend sermons given at Holy Savior Church. Well, this morning, we're going to wrap up a series we began several weeks ago called Refuel. And we talked about, you know, we kicked this off with Elijah, the prophet Elijah. Remember, he was running for his life, you know, exhausted, tired, worn out, like, God, I have enough. I give up. I'm done. And went and slept under a broom bush, you know, and then God sent the angels and he provided refreshment for Elijah on the journey ahead. And the same way, you know, we know that life is busy, crazy, sometimes overwhelming. Sometimes we experience burdens, you know, upon burden, upon burden, and we feel just worn out and exhausted. Not simply because the last, you know, few years have maybe been more exhausting, just because, well, it's life. We, we live in a world that is broken, and our, and our lives personally sometimes are broken by sin. And so we feel that weight and that burden. And we long to be refueled. Hopefully part of what some of you are doing this summer is you're getting a chance to refuel as you take some time away. You know, I did that a few weeks ago, got a chance to get away. I have to personally kind of force myself to actually sit and rest. If you know me at all, I don't sit and rest. It's just not the way I'm wired. But I'm going to say, I'm going to do this. I'm going to sit and rest and try to sit and rest in God, so that I am refueled. Let's go to our Lord in prayer. Lord God, we thank you for the gift of your amazing grace and love for us in Jesus. Lord, as we've looked in Scripture the last several weeks, we talk about being refueled. Lord, if we're honest, some of us, um, some of us have a half tank, quarter tank. Some of us are near empty, and some of us, Lord, are, are running on fumes. Some of us are just on the side of the road, empty. Lord, we pray that as we reflect on your word, especially, again, these words of you, Jesus, that we would find rest, we'd be refueled, re-energized in your grace. We pray this, Jesus, in your name. Amen. So a question this morning for you is, what is one of your least favorite chores? If you're online watching us, you can type it up. Come on, shout it out. Don't be shy. Do you love all chores? I mean, maybe it's mopping, vacuuming, house cleaning, like, you know, getting down and scrubbing the toilets and stuff like that. House cleaning, that's pretty broad, house cleaning. How many just don't like house cleaning? Now, here's the next question. How many of you like house cleaning? Oh, there's like a few hands that went up. How many like, or like maybe mowing the lawn? You know, actually, I don't mind mowing the lawn. I mean, even when it's really hot, you know, and it feels like you're in a sauna. You know, growing up in Arizona, it felt like you're in an oven, so oven sauna. Either way, it's hot, but I like the fact that I, I get something done. I accomplish it within about an hour. I've mowed the lawn, and it looks good. But I hate weeding, especially the weeds that were growing in my yard the other day because they were, like, this tall. I went away for a few days, and they were, like, this tall, and I sprayed them. I thought that would be great. I came back, and like they said, oh, thanks for spraying us. Whatever you sprayed us with, it was great, because we've grown bigger. You know, there, there are chores and things we love to do, and there are things that are, well, they're chores. They're burdensome. They're just things we don't like to do. And again, life is sometimes like that. We feel the sense of things that we just don't like to do, those things that are burdensome to us, the things that just make us feel kind of blah. So let's listen to these words, and let's read these words of Jesus again, these first words from Matthew eleven twenty eight. Come to me, all you who are tired from carrying heavy loads, and I will give you rest. This beautiful invitation from Jesus. 
to give us rest. This beautiful invitation, we focused on this several weeks ago. And as we did that, you know, we said, well, this invitation that Jesus is inviting us to come to him. And that Jesus doesn't just want our burdens, our heavy loads, that he wants you. And that's an important place for us to spend a few moments just reflecting on that again. Jesus wants you. He doesn't just want you to offload the burdens. You know, he wants who? Yeah, us, me. You can point at your, some of you are like, I don't know what to say. Me. So like, okay, like, with this. Jesus wants who? Me. Yeah, Jesus wants you. I mean, Jesus died for you. Jesus wants us and the burdens we carry and ultimately the burdens of our sins. That he wants us with everything that we are, all of our mistakes, all of our failures, all of our sins, all of our worries, all of our doubts. He wants us. He wants you. You don't have to have life all figured out before Jesus wants you. He wants you with everything that you have and everything that you are and everything that you are not. This is an invitation that Jesus gives to us. And so we spent some time um, several weeks ago kind of really reflecting on those words. So let's jump into some of the other words that Jesus has in this text. The next words that Jesus has, 1129, let's read together. Place my yoke over your shoulders and learn from me because I am gentle and humble. So when we talk about a yoke, what is a yoke? Well, there are many kinds of yokes that are out there. One kind of yoke is a yoke like this here. Mm. Is that even spelled differently, by the way? Egg yolk. I'm hungry for breakfast now. Eggs. Yeah. You know, but that's not the kind of yolk Jesus is talking about. Another kind of yolk is this kind of yolk. This is a picture of what I look like when I'm working out. <laughs> not really. <laughs> I wish. It's not me. Um, but, you know, there's a yolk that's at, how many, did you know that's called a yolk? All that muscly stuff like that? You, if you got that yolk, anyone have a yolk like that? No, probably not. But the yoke that Jesus is talking about was actually a yoke more like this here. A yoke of oxen. That's why, you know, when there's two oxen, they're called a yoke of oxen because they are yoked. Why did Jesus use the word yoke? Well, Jesus often used words and images and ideas and even stories that were familiar to the people that he was speaking to. And so, like, if he talked about the mustard seed, he did that because they were familiar with the mustard seed. Or if he talked about, you know, a talent, you know, they were familiar with talents. So he talks about a yoke here because, well, they are familiar with yokes. They were an agriculture culture. I said that right. I went over this morning and I said agriculture culture doesn't seem right, but it's agriculture culture. So they understood what a yoke was. And by the way, if you don't know what the picture is, the yoke is the wooden, you know, contraption that's on the neck and the shoulders of both oxen. But Jesus talks about a yoke not simply because it was an agriculture culture. He talked about it because this was a rabbinic, rabbinic, rabbinical, 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 rabbinical. Vote, yeah, rabbinical. Okay, rabbinical. Rabbinical way of talking about following your teacher. That a rabbi, a teacher, would say, take my yoke. And when you took the rabbi's yoke, you took his way of life. You took his teachings upon you. So when Jesus is talking about the yoke, he's not merely talking about helping us to carry the load. He's talking about taking his way of life, his way of understanding God in relationships to others. 
sounds a lot like, like the Ten Commandments. First three, us and God. Other, you know, ten. Four through ten is us and others. That we take his yoke upon us. Like love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your might. And love your neighbor as you love yourself. That kind of yoke. So the yoke is there so we can move with Jesus. The yoke is there so we can move with Jesus. So when, again, when we carry that, that yoke, the yoke of the Pharisees was a yoke that, you know, that was burdensome for the people. This is how we are to live in relationship to God. This is how we are to live and understand our relationship with others. And Jesus is saying, take my yoke and learn from me. Take my yoke, put this yoke on your shoulders so that you move with me. Now, as we think about taking Jesus' yoke, it is also him carrying our burdens, but it's more than just simply that. It is also us moving with Jesus. And so, because, you know, you could have two ox, you know, carrying a plow, pulling a plow, or carrying a cart. If they're not yoked together, you know what they might do? You know, and if you think about our, our lives, when we are not yoked with Jesus, we're kind of going like this. You know, we're going off on our own path. I don't know about you. There's many times I decide not to be yoked with Jesus. Then I go off and do my own thing. We call that what? Sin. You know, those words we say, those thoughts we have, those actions we take are the actions we don't take. And we're not yoked with Jesus. We're not loving the Lord our God with all our heart, with all our soul, with all our might, with all our strength, and loving our neighbors we love ourselves. But Jesus invites us to be yoked with him. Not only again to carry the burden, but also to move with him. It's similar to some words that we say almost every time we gather together for worship. And we're going to say them again a little bit later in worship. In a prayer. We say, thy will be done. Because we say, thy will be done, you know, we're praying that God's will is done in this world and in our lives. That we are yoked with Jesus and his teaching. Let's read the next portion of Jesus' words here. Matthew eleven thirty. 30, we read together. Then you will find rest for yourselves because my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Now, when he says his yoke is easy, part of understanding this is understanding the context of when Jesus spoke these words. And many of the times that we have the words of Jesus recorded in the Gospels. Because many of the times we have Jesus' words recorded in the Gospel, he is challenging this group of religious leaders called the Pharisees. The Pharisees and other rabbis, teachers of the time, you know, it was about you have to do this and you have to do this. And you have to do this and 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 this to prove your love for God, to prove your obedience to God. And so moving with them was burdensome because all of the weight, all of the responsibility was on who? It was on us. It was on our shoulders. We, 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 we carry this all in ourselves. And so you can see why when Jesus taught the people. When he performed miracles, he did these things that the people were amazed because they were experiencing something different. They were experiencing God's grace and God's presence in their lives. So Jesus' invitation to us is to find rest by not, you know, carrying the yokes of someone else, but carrying his yoke, wearing his yoke, moving with him in life. You will find rest for yourselves because my yoke is easy 
and my burden as life. So that leads us to two questions I think you know, we can think about. And these two questions kind of paired together is, are you tired from carrying your own yoke? And if so, what yoke are you carrying right now? Are you tired from carrying your own yoke? And if so, what yoke are you carrying right now? I mean, maybe right now you're not tired. Maybe right now you have no burdens, no worries, no doubts, no frustrations, no sins you're struggling with. Most of you are looking at me like, yeah, no. Maybe it's not the worst right now, but it's not perfect. And then what yoke are you carrying? And there's a lot of different kind of yokes that we carry. We, as part of it, I think, being simple people, we sometimes say sinner and saint at the same time. You know, we are forgiven. We live in God's grace, yet we still live in our sins. I know one of the yokes that I sometimes carry, and I've shared some of the story before, growing up in the household I grew up in, you know, my father was unkind with his words. You know, it was, it was emotionally and verbally abusive place to be. And so I know that sometimes the yoke that I carry is a yoke that says, I've got to prove myself. I've got to prove my worth and my value to my father by proving it to others. And it's a yoke that I carry. And if I'm honest, I carry that yoke. And sometimes I recognize that and realize that. And I can take that yoke off and put on the light yoke of Jesus. Where I know I am valued and I know I'm loved. Not by the things that I offer or how I do things. But because he loves me. And his grace and his mercy. We carry yokes with us that we're trying to prove ourselves. We're trying to, you know, earn more stuff because we feel like we need stuff. We're trying to be as good as we can be. Or carry a yoke of, of guilt or shame or anger or bitterness. Are you tired of carrying your own yoke? If so, what yoke are you carrying right now? Jesus invites us to rest. And he invites us to be yoked with him. Jesus' invitation to share his yoke is a call to a life-sustaining relationship. A life-sustaining relationship with him while he does all of the heavy lifting. Jesus does all of the heavy lifting. Ultimately, he does the heavy lifting that we can't carry ourselves. Because we talk about, you know, carrying this yoke and, and walking with Jesus. You know, we, we talk about the physical, you know, weariness that we might have and, and the emotional weariness and burdens, but especially the spiritual. Because the physical and emotional often are also tied up into that spiritual. And Jesus carries the load, all of it. Ultimately, he carries it where? At the cross. When he took all of the sins of the world, all of the brokenness, all of the burdens, he took all of the shame, the guilt, the anger, the bitterness, each and every one of our sins upon himself at the cross. He carries the load. You know, here at Holy Savior, we talk about, you know, when we, we you know, want to have this relationship with Jesus as we gather here together. We are about gathering and growing and going. So we gather here today 
We gather today because we gather around God's word. We gather here to, to celebrate and to live in his grace and forgiveness. And we, we grow as we reflect on his word. And we, of course, go. And we go, hopefully today, at least for a while, yoked with Jesus. And if we get unyoked with Jesus, these words come back to us. And we say, I've got to get yoked with Jesus again. I've got to move with him. Because moving with him means he carries my burdens. Moving with him means I live in his grace and his love. We're about growing in Jesus and sharing his love. And through this series, we've done a number of times where we've challenged ourselves, or maybe at least I have challenged you, I guess, as from the pastor, to spend some time reflecting. Because we want to do more than just know stuff. I want you to walk away from here and not simply say, well, now I know that when Jesus talked about a yoke, it wasn't a yoke like an egg yoke or a yoke like muscles. It was a yoke like oxen would wear. And that yoke that he talked about was not because he talked about that yoke because, well, it was an agriculture culture. That, that was a way that the rabbis talked to those who followed him. We want to think more deeply about our faith. And again, it's something that we often don't do. Spend some time really reflecting. Reflecting on living in God's grace, his love, and his mercy for us each and every day, not just for the hour that we're gathered here on Sunday morning. And so we've given you some of those challenges, you know, and, and to go home and reflect. Go home, here's a question. Think about it. Set a timer. You know, how many of you did that? Don't raise your hand. Um, how many of you forgot to do that? Don't raise your hand. Okay, I'll even admit, there were times that I said, you should go and do this, and then I got busy in the week, and I said, oh, wait a second. I'm standing in front of them the week, the next week, and I didn't do what I said you should do. Because life is busy, and life is, in our culture, doesn't tend to slow down, and we just don't tend to really slow down and think deeply in our faith. So we're going to spend some time to do that this morning. That way, you can all say, we did it. And as you do that, here's some things I want you to kind of consider. For some, as we do this, we're going to spend some time doing this, um, you're going to think about casting your cares upon Jesus. Those burdens, those heavy loads that you have, whatever they are, maybe they're physical, maybe they're emotional, maybe they're, they're spiritual, they're, they're, they're relational, they're all intermingled together. Whatever burdens and loads you have right now that you brought in with you this morning, you're going to cast those cares upon Jesus. Because as the Apostle Peter writes, he cares for you. Or maybe... As you spend some time reflecting, for those of us, maybe it's about alignment, about saying, I haven't been moving with Jesus. I've been trying to, you know, pull off and go my own direction. And so it's a time to reflect, you know, where am I needing to move with Jesus? Where do I need that alignment in my life with Jesus and his will for me to live out his grace and love for me and for others? So to do that, let's... Um, we're going to read these words of Scripture again. Before we do that, um, when we're done reading the words of Scripture, we're going to go right into this just piece of music. And we use that time of music to think about either your burdens or your alignment, or both maybe. The person next to you falls asleep in the 60 seconds of the video. Give them a good elbow punch. No, don't. Don't do that. But if you snore, we'll wake you up. We're going to read those words together. Reflect on those words of Jesus. Reflect on his invitation that he wants your burdens. He wants you to move with him. But he wants you. He wants you so much that he gave his life for you at the cross. Let's read these words of scripture again. Come to me, all who are tired from carrying heavy loads, and I will give you rest. Place my yoke over your shoulders, 
and learn from me, because I am gentle and humble. Then you will find rest for yourselves, because my yoke is easy and my burden is light. For more information about Holy Savior, including service times and location, please visit holysavior.org. Thanks for listening, and until next time, 